Voice Coaches Radio. Everything voiceover. Hello and welcome once again to Voice Coaches Radio. I'm Warren Garland. And I'm Chris Charling. And we got some mail. I know. We beg and plead for it, and the, the email <laughs> gods have seen fit to open the email bag and yes, throw yes, some yes. stuff at us. Bill from uh, upstate New York wrote us, and we do appreciate it, Bill. Um, and, and it's about something interesting that, obviously, if somebody emails us something that's not interesting. If it's on our podcast, it must be it interesting. It must be interesting. Just don't exactly. listen to any of the last but 300 episodes. Right, right. It's something that we haven't uh, heard about before, so I'm glad he po- brought it to our attention, and I, I think it's a, a terrific uh, spot on the internet that perhaps you should check out as a voice actor. And uh, so let me just read what, what Bill wrote us. He says, there is a program that I found while doing some research. It's called Vocal ID, the Human Voice Bank. And he does give the address here. It's as simple as uh, the old three W's dot vocalid.co. Uh, people can become speech donors for people who don't have a voice or have a speech disability. And according to Bill, he says here, I use my laptop microphone to record. I'm in the process of recording sentences that they can use. It seems like a nice way of giving back and helping out. Check it out. It might be a good topic for a podcast, he says here. Yes, it is. I, I could probably read this right and say, it might be a good topic for a podcast here. Thanks again for all your inspiration. Well, I don't know how inspiring we are some weeks, but... Uh, hey, it's all in the eye of the beholder, right? Or the ear. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly. So, But uh, thanks for sharing that, Bill. That does sound very interesting. And I've always been a big proponent of, of giving back. Yeah. Um, you know, and that, that, that holds true. You can see where it holds true in so many different areas. You got, you got some people that have very little in their life and yet they still give to their community. Certainly. And then you've got others that have made it huge, you know, and, 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 and big, especially when you think of people like the, the Bill Gateses and, mm-hmm. you know, and, and the Steve Jobs and those folks give back and they get, they, you know, certainly they can give back more than we can in money. Right. But just giving your time sometimes is, is all it takes. And so, uh, boy, Boy, doing a little bit of something like this for the vocal ID, the human voice bank, I think is just a tremendous thing. So we're going to spend some time talking about other things. Yeah, if we can go into personal stuff, I think the the most important thing for this is to look at the people who can use this sort of thing. And mm-hmm. and I was really you know inspired by this when we were talking about your, your neighbor that you were telling me about before we started yeah. recording this. Yes, and this is the type of person you know. Think about people who can't use their voices. You know, mm-hmm, if someone's mm-hmm. been stricken with ALS. Yeah, that's you know, what happened to my neighbor, yeah. Or, or some other horribly debilitating disease. It, it's really a beautiful gift to give the gift of your voice to someone who can't mm-hmm, use it anymore. Mm-hmm. So, um, you know, that's just one example, but there's all sorts of places where you can volunteer your voice. Right. Um, your local library, reading programs and things like that. If there's a community program set up for, for kids to get into reading, why not get involved in that? If you've got an awesome voice, hey, that's... Or, you know, or if you've got the skill, or both, you know, yeah, <laughs> give it to these kids. Give it to people who are interested in listening to you read. Sure. Uh, for many years, uh, I volunteered for the National Kidney Foundation. I was on their board of directors nationally for about ten years. And uh, again, I'm sitting next to very uh, wealthy uh, doctors and other folks that uh, you know get involved in charities like this and, and can give money. I, I knew that I couldn't. I wasn't making the kind of money that some of these folks on the board were. So I gave my time. And for many years, when you called their toll-free number, you heard my voice on, mm-hmm. when you were on hold, you know, which is cool, till they got very tired of it, you know, and they <laughs> said, well, that's enough of him. Yeah. Uh, but uh, but I did it for many years, and it was just my way of giving back. Well, you can do that for your local charity in so many different ways. 
Uh, again, maybe their voicemail system, you know, needs a, needs a nice voice. Uh, perhaps it's as uh, simple as doing a narration for a, a video they're putting together, sure. um, you know, for a, a charity event or something like that. Um, if you're comfortable enough with it, I've done this a couple of times. Maybe you can help with the MC chores. Maybe you you, know, you can get in front of the microphone and and be in front of the crowd. That's a little different, obviously, than voice acting. But again, you use some of the same talents that we uh, that we you know train here for at uh, at voice coaches. Yeah. So so think about that uh, charity work a, a great way to give back to your community, especially if you've got a, a charity that you really want to be involved with. Yeah, and just to clarify something I said a minute ago, where I said if you've got an awesome voice, even if you don't, look at someone <laughs> like Steve Buscemi. My son's been watching Charlotte's Web a okay. lot lately. There's a, there's yeah. a film version of that. Okay, and he plays Templeton the Rat. Obviously, not a guy with a voice that is like super wonderfully pleasing to the ear. Which is perfect for a rat character, I guess. Exactly. Like, the point is, you know, I wasn't trying to say, you know, you need an awesome voice to this. Right. Y- you don't. But, um, you know, other opportunities out there that you can consider. A lot of our students I've heard do this sort of thing. These programs are all over the place. Reading for the Blind and similar yes. organizations like that. I-, I had a young lady just the other day that had done that for about 10 years. And she read mostly textbooks, she said. But mm-hmm. it was in, an, in, a, in a realm or in a niche, if you will, that she knew about. And so it was easy for her to do this. Yeah, that expertise is going to carry through your voice. Yeah. Now, lots, she says a lot has changed there over the years. I went looking to, to volunteer for these folks because they had an office about, oh, we're probably talking 15, 20 years ago. They had a place uh, right here about an hour from us over in Massachusetts. Mm-hmm. And I went over for the interview and the whole thing was really excited that I was going to be able to volunteer for them and give them another voice. It turns out you had to do all the recording there. They had to monitor okay. all the recording. And being that it was an hour away from the house, it was a little tough to tough set up to a, a regular that. weekly you know, visit. So it didn't work out for me at that point, but I've heard from this young lady I talked to a few days ago that that, that seems to be changing, that there mm-hmm. are certain projects you can do you know, in your own home, on your own computer, and then send them the finished product. So look into that, Reading for the Blind and similar organizations. We've got plenty of uh, graduates from here that have gone on to the local PBS TV station here in upstate New York. Yep. They have a reading service for the blind. And and, I think there's a Mid-Hudson Valley one, too. I believe there is, Pick yeah. They're, yeah. they're all over the place. They're all over the, the country and probably, uh, you know, in, in North America. So, uh, you know, check it out. Um, how about a teacher's aide at school? Sure. I mean, that's one of the things that you probably do, right, is yeah. you take some of the students aside and do some reading to them and, and such. And especially if you've got a child in the school or a grandchild in the school, that's a little something extra. Why not? Yeah. Now, all these things that we're asking you to do here, um, obvi- or suggesting that you can do, I should say. We're demanding that we're you We're demanding do these. that you volunteer. <laughs> um, all of these things, obviously, as a volunteer, you're not going to charge for. But here's something to keep in mind, all right? You're not going to get any pay to start with, but that, that doesn't mean that you can't build the organization in a way. Let them know what your services are worth, okay? That's going to help them out a little bit when they're looking into their in-kind donations. Mm-hmm. They'll know, you know the value of your donation. And believe it or not, it might open the door for some paid work eventually. If, if not for the organization, think about all the board members that are on these uh, volunteer Certainly. boards. Okay, yeah. you've got bank presidents and heads of corporations and uh, you know uh, you know philanthropists of all sorts. 
they may have work for you that you just didn't know about until they heard your voice. And maybe, who knows, it could open the door for other things. You know, as they're doing fundraising activities, they can say, hey, so-and-so, these members of community have donated X amount of dollars worth of, you mm-hmm. know, billable time for this sort of thing. You, you right. never know where it can lead. Why not? Yeah. It's and uh, as you know, a, a lot of radio stations, in fact, I think it's still a little bit of a rule, radio stations and TV stations do have to have a certain amount of their, um, their time for public service announcements. And of mm-hmm. course, if you're volunteering for an organization that goes that direction and is thinking of doing some PSAs for TV or radio, you're the person they're going to turn to, right? Because you've been volunteering for them already. Definitely. You know, and, and here's another thing. Once you've gotten your business off the ground and you're doing work for pay, it's still a really good idea to make yourself available for donated work. You never know where it might lead. It can, you can think of it as your opportunity cost of, okay, once a week I'm going to set aside, you know, 20 or 30 minutes to continue doing this stuff. Because mm-hmm. you're going to come across new people, you know. You if you if you're a purely selfish person, consider donating as a way to, you know, market yourself. <laughs> Who's a purely selfish person? There's none, none of none of our listeners are purely selfish. No. I didn't think so. So uh, there you go. And again, Bill, thank you very much for the uh, the new program you told us about there. And uh, we're yeah. excited always to hear from you if you've got some suggestions. And and if you've done this sort of work before and want to share some of that experience with us, you know, please let us know. Drop us a note. We're going to t- give you the actual podcast address here in just a couple of moments. I remember when I was growing up, there was a cartoon of some sort that I saw, a character falling off a cliff and another character's yelling out to him, watch that first step. It's a doozy. Okay, I'm not sure what character it was or what Wednesday, Groundhog it was. Day. It could have been. Who knows? But the same thing applies when you're looking to start a career in voice acting. Yeah. That first step is so important. And we realized that early here at Voice Coaches, which is why for almost 20 years, we've been offering an introduction to voice acting adult education class called Getting Paid to Talk. It's the real scoop on how to get started. We offer it through universities, colleges, schools, and recreation programs near you. That's right. The week of August 3rd, look out, Texas. We're riding into Austin, Dallas, Houston, and Plano for this popular class. Yeah, on on a horse, probably. I hope so. Yeah. We'll also be visiting Sierra Vista, Arizona, where my sister-in-law lives, uh, Queens, New York, and Tampa, Florida. To find out when we'll be coming your way, just call us at 866-887-2834. Or email us at podcast at voicecoaches.com, and we will respond with all of the pertinent information that you request. Ooh, 25-cent word. Yes. (laughs) Thank you for putting it on the script so Uh, that I could read it. (laughs) You got it. (laughs) Anytime I can help you with that. I appreciate it. Uh, You can also send us your questions, comments, and topic suggestions for our wonderful World Wide Web weekly podcast. Whoa, like that alliteration there. (laughs) Just like Bill did this week. Yeah, and and if we use your idea, we won't even charge you. Okay, that's just how generous we are. You're pretty great. Yeah, I, I thought so. And we'll be back again next week. Hope you'll join us then. Visit voicecoaches.com for more voiceover news and information. We ourselves obviously don't have any um, background on this you know, vocal ID thing. but yeah. uh, and, No matter and what, it's going to be but... better than the podcast from like a week or two ago. <laughs> Which one was that? The frank, Frankly, this is a questionable episode. <laughs> we were off topic for like a good 80% of that episode. Oh, were we? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, were we talking about anything that people would understand? Yeah. And then get something from? Get something from? No. Oh, no. <laughs> Well, it's helpful because we don't know anything, so we fake it. And sometimes <laughs> just nothing comes out that's of use at all whatsoever uh-huh, yeah. in any way, shape, or form. Yeah, pretty much like uh, when I'm on the radio. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> if you're volunteering for... There's our blooper. <laughs>
And we realized, yes, we did. <laughs>